And that night I took a shower and I remember while I was in the shower, I just was hit with this realization. I feel like God's punishing me right now. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Emmy. And too, welcome to Grace, Giggles, and Growing Pains by Mommy and my Daddy, Jen and Brandon Rogers. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I think that I wanted to start off by saying uh, we'd love if you have any questions for us in general or from mm-hmm. the podcast, if you leave it. What I'd like to start to do is actually have a little Q&A section at the end, mm-hmm. and we want to make those available for those that are subscribed to our graceandgiggles.co blog or website newsletter, because, yeah, I think I eventually want to create a space for all of us to kind of hang out more casually mm. and uh, get more in-depth on stuff, because it's not YouTube's not always the best place to do that, so... Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I want to mention. Mm-hmm. But this week, what we want to talk about is joy. Mm-hmm. We and literally decided this two minutes before we sat down. Yeah. So I was just realizing how not joyful I've been yes. these days. Yeah. I'm like, I think this would be a good, something good to talk about. Absolutely. And I think we had a really cool, I don't want to say breakthrough, but realization last week that we can probably... Was it last week? I thought it was like a few nights ago. You're talking about the conversation before bed? No, it was last week because, yeah, it was last week because it was the day before you were supposed to get on the call with Vicky. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Today's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm unreliable when it comes to days and dates. That was a week ago. Yeah. It feels like two days ago. Yeah. The time has been flying like crazy. That's right. Vicky's my counselor, by the way. Yes. So. I wanted to mention that. And the reason I, I remember that is because it's like, oh, wow, you have a lot of good fodder to discuss with someone that's much wiser than I am. And mm-hmm. so that's why I was like, thank God. And then, oh, yeah. And then our call got canceled because yeah. she lost power. Yeah. Apparently some, it was really windy there and some oak trees uprooted mm-hmm. and fell. Mm-hmm. And for her, thankfully, her house was fine. Totally it's fine, just yeah. the power went out and yeah. apparently the houses around her got mm-hmm. damaged pretty bad. So mm-hmm. thank God she's okay. Yes. And I think that just means that God wants us to explore it and mm-hmm. not rely on a person, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's helped to check the truth, but you don't want to rely on a person to to be your sole source of truth. Mm-hmm. So that's how I took that anyway. But why don't you kind of set the stage for the misery so that we can pick the joy from it? <laughs> I just remember just being miserable, just in general. It's not one specific thing, but just as my general demeanor. Mm-hmm. I just, now, what did I say? I said... I just want to break from my life or something. I forget. I don't remember what you said. I want to run away from my life or something. But anyway, one day you you were saying, hey, what can we do to make you a bit better? Like, what did you say? Was- I did think I said, I was trying to be nice or thoughtful. And I think I tried to phrase it carefully and I thought about it before I said it. But I did think I said, let's try to find a way to make your life or make you feel a little less miserable. Because no, no, no. You said to make you feel something better, uh-huh. but you said, but I, I'll settle, I'll settle for less miserable. Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to get at. Is yeah. like happy felt too. Yeah, happy felt a little <laughs> out of reach. Like, yeah, <laughs> which is so funny because we're gonna try to talk about joy. But yeah, I think it just seems hard to be totally happy with everything because mm-hmm. the reality. I don't even is- like that word. It feels so circumstantial. Content. I have been having a really hard time just being content and joyful yeah. about where we are in life. and Yeah, yeah. I did say let's settle for being less miserable yeah. because I think that's still a worthy goal given things are hard. Mm-hmm. But why don't you keep going with that? 
I mean, like I said, there's nothing, not one thing that I can put my finger on, yeah. but just everything. The number of times that we have to clean up after meals or every time we have to make a decision about what we're going to eat. Just everything feels like so much right now. It just the, the weight of it all. Yeah. And a lot of it obviously has to do with the circumstances of why, why are we in this place again where you're still trying to figure out what you want to do for work or what, yeah. what God wants you to do for work. Yeah. Or just thinking about all the expenses and all the different things I want for our children. Emmy started taking swimming lessons because my brother and sister-in-law generously gifted gifted her a semester of lessons. And while I was sitting there watching Emmy swim, a few lanes over from where Emmy was learning, there was a little group of babies. Yeah. And for the baby class, the parents have to be in there with them. Yeah. And they're all doing these little aerobic things and being up in there. And I was just watching them thinking, oh. Izzy would probably love that, you know? <laughs> and of yeah. course, I started doing the math in my head. I'm like, oh, we can't afford that right now. Or yeah. we found out recently that it was like career week at Emmy's preschool. Mm-hmm. And there was there was a baker that visited, mm-hmm. a firefighter, a gymnastics coach. And apparently we heard from her teacher. Well, yeah. I heard from you that oh, yeah. Emmy really enjoyed gymnastics. Yeah, and I she thought, loved it. I wish we could put her in gymnastics right now. You know, so it's all these things that I want. Yeah. I want a bigger space. I want to be in our forever home. I want a second car so that we're not like, okay, I want to do something, but you need the car. And so we have to stay home. It's just all these little things that I want. Yeah. And I'm constantly reminded of the lack. Yeah. And I just, I've just been in this spiral of just desiring. And, and I, I didn't even originally put my finger on this. So, I'm just operating out of of place of scarcity and lack mm-hmm. and misery. <laughs> but I didn't know what was causing it. But I've just been in that. I, I wasn't, I guess in little ways I've been trying to snap out of it. Whether it's like I try to meditate or pray or journal. And none of that has been really helping lately because I don't think I was understanding the root cause of it. But I think it was the night that we, you asked me, how can we, make you happier or less miserable or whatever. And I, I snapped back at that too. Like that question was so annoying to me because it oh. felt like, I, I just felt defensive. Sure. I knew that I was not my best self mm-hmm. and you pointing it out. It must have been so bad that you were like, I'll be okay with you just being a little less miserable, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But I didn't even know how to get there. So I didn't like that this question was posed on me. Mm-hmm. And now I had to think through about why am I miserable? I just almost just wanted to be miserable until the day came where I didn't have to be miserable anymore. Yeah, like circumstances changed exactly. and you could have everything you wanted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, okay, we can do all these things that I want for our children and our family. Like, great. I'll, I'll wait to be happy then. Mm-hmm. And that night I took a shower. And I remember while I was in the shower, I just was hit with this realization that I think... Oh, so I came out of the shower and I told you, I think the lie that I've been believing... Mm-hmm. is that I feel like God's punishing me right now. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because a week before that, and even a couple weeks before that, the sermon series we've been listening to at church is all about how lavish our Father is, mm-hmm. you know, and how much He loves us. And I think I'm having a really hard time believing it because I feel like we've been in the wilderness struggling since we left Korea in 2017. And there was a part of me that felt, okay, once we leave Korea... And we settled down on Maui. We knew it was going to be like a tumultuous ride because we were Mm -hmm. trying to dip our feet into the entrepreneurship world. Mm -hmm. 
And it's not necessarily a world that I ever wanted to be a part of. Even now, I have no interest in owning my own business or starting my own brand. Like, zero interest. Yeah. I know you do, and I want to support you in that. <laughs> but I don't want to have anything with my face or name or whatever in it. Like, it's just not. It's just not a priority for me. Mm-hmm. And kind of figured Maui would be hard, but I didn't know it would kick us in the butt so hard. In and so then one ways, yeah. In so many ways. Mm-hmm. And then once we left... We were in New York for six months, and that was tough, too. Being pregnant and trying to figure out if we were going to stay in New York after we had Izzy or Mm -hmm. if we should move to a brand-new state we've never been to. Mm -hmm. And so the thought of having a newborn, moving to a state I've never been to, I literally didn't know anything about Texas. And just starting over again, Mm -hmm. that was scary but also really exciting because it felt like we were just actually going to start planting roots. Mm -hmm. But we get here, and got kicked in the butt again with in the middle in the beginning stages of us trying to settle down here yeah izzy sickness and yeah just trying to juggle the two under two thing and yeah i i just feel like i've been in this i don't know what is that called like the part of the wave where you just keep getting tossed (laughs) what it's like a laundry reference oh yeah whitewash no no what is it I'm picturing foamy water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We just yeah. keep getting tossed. Anyway, I had this expectation that now that we've arrived, mm-hmm. that it shouldn't be so hard. We recently talked about how even the previous jobs that you've had, they've been miracles, right? Totally given to you by God. It totally. felt like the last work you had right before we moved to Austin, that was also God opening doors for you there into the tech world that you've always been interested in Mm -hmm. and that it just felt like everything got snatched again Mm -hmm. and it's like why are we here again what more how many more lessons do we need to learn and i just was so frustrated Mm -hmm. and the fact that now there's this desire that's been planted in my heart given how hard parenting has been for some crazy reason i want we want another child Mm. i know we always have and maybe it's quote unquote easier for you to say because you don't have to be pregnant but (laughs) the pregnancy with izzy was so tough Mm. having emmy as a toddler and the thought of being pregnant again with emmy and izzy right now Mm. it almost seems like i just i don't want to live my life anymore (laughs) (laughs) and yet i want this Mm. and it's like okay why are the why are there all these things in front of me that seem like good things right Mm. expanding our family wanting the best education activities nurture care for our children and it it just seems so unattainable and i was felt like i was just hitting my head against this wall and while i was showering it just felt like oh my gosh the the this lie that i've been believing is that god wants to punish us so yeah i remember i came out and i was like oh my gosh i think i just i realized the lie that i've been believing Mm. and i told you and you're like interesting and i'm like yeah i feel like i don't see this father as being lavish i feel like he's withholding from me Mm -hmm. And everything we've been learning about how we can't earn God's love, we don't deserve it, you know, grace is free and it's a gift. But I feel like somehow I I still have to earn it. Yeah. And I've just been really angry Mm. about our circumstances. Mm -hmm. And then I remember you were like, what did you say? You should shower more often. (laughs) I do, okay? I shower often. (laughs) But it's funny how when you don't try to sit there, like sometimes when I try to sit and journal, it's almost like I'm trying so hard to find the answer that it doesn't come. But during the shower, I just want to shower because I want to get into bed and it's almost that I'm already relaxed and Mm -hmm. ready to receive, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it just, 
it just came to me and yeah it's some sort of phenomenon i, I can't put a name or whatever yeah to there it, is yeah you're right there is a name of this phenomenon or when you're getting a massage yeah things come to ideas come to you yeah like right before bed when you've kind of surrendered almost right. and you've mm-hmm. relaxed yeah that release yeah. yeah and that's what that's really where insight comes from i think a lot of times that's the holy spirit as well <laughs> so yeah that was that was really huge because i think around that time we had another conversation I think we were writing our good friend a birthday note Mm. and we were looking at old photos to try to find photos with him Mm -hmm. because it's been over 10 years since we've lived in the Mm -hmm. same place Mm -hmm. and we were looking at these photos of ourselves and we're like oh my god we were so young and (laughs) so attractive and we didn't even know it then like look how vibrant we looked and i just spent all this time in korea thinking like you know all these things about me because i didn't fit into the cultural standard of beauty there and i'm looking at myself like oh, why was i so mean she was cute <laughs> yeah and you're like i think you were saying ah oh, i wish i wasn't in korea maybe i know i was like man i wish i lived somewhere else and just lived it up yeah in new york right i think you're saying <laughs> or something new york yeah i'm like i shouldn't have been in korea that wasn't the place for me <laughs> <laughs> could have been thriving yeah seriously yeah. that's true but i think that's that was an interesting timing of conversation as well because oftentimes whenever we're going through these kinds of painful tribulations we're always looking to get out of it Mm -hmm. but i think recently there was a quote that i really loved it was something like our brain learns when we associate pain or pleasure with it something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and i mean in entrepreneurship all the time it's kind of like you got to get your nose bloody you learn by basically failing all the time Mm. and I think the thing that I'm really trying to internalize is that in the in the Bible it talks about considerate joy when you go through these tough times because what you need to understand is that it's not to punish you it's actually to help grow you mature you mm-hmm. and it's something that we do with our kids or we try to do with our kids right mm-hmm. It's painful for Emmy to try to spend some time alone, but it's very important <laughs> for her to do so. I mean, the that girl. girl. She's been bullying Izzy to go into her room. It's so funny. Yeah. I see so much of myself as the oldest sibling. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on, Izzy, come to my room. And then she somehow finally coerces Izzy in there. Yeah. And then Izzy's not allowed to touch any of her toys. Yeah. <laughs> she gets so mad. Yeah, that's so hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and now she's she's leveled up and she takes... Izzy to go poop with her, which is a classic maneuver. So funny. And then, yeah, because she's usually, when she needs to poop, she goes, Mom, can you please close the door? I need privacy. Privacy. <laughs> she like, started singing the song about it. And then yesterday, usually Emmy wants her help to set up the toddler, the toilet seat on top of the toilet seat and the step stool and everything. But she did everything by herself. Mm-hmm. And I noticed Izzy going there too. And the door closed, so I'm like, oh, what just happened? And I walk in, I'm like, Emmy, is everything okay? Because she usually yells at Izzy whenever Izzy follows her somewhere where she wasn't invited. Yeah. And she's like, no, I like when Izzy's here when I poop. I was like, oh, that's great. And I just was cracking up because I totally used to do this to my siblings yeah. growing up when I was too scared to go to the bathroom by myself. Yeah. I would make them stand there while I pooped. Yeah. <laughs> now Izzy's doing <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. But anyway. but look at that. I mean, she did everything. She had the company she wanted. She set up the toilet. She even wiped herself, I think you said, right? 
she did and i went and i'm like dude can i wipe you she's like no i did it look and then she did it for me again yeah but me being me i'm like i'm just gonna just go in with a baby wipe after because she just used toilet paper <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah she didn't do it right i bet 100 <laughs> percent. but what a beautiful example where she used one square oh of toilet paper too. yes oh jeez. that's why and oh. i keep well, i wanting to teach her yeah. but anyway but what a beautiful example right where the the thing that she desperately wants is the safety comfort and joy of her parents always non freaking stop but we don't give it to her mm-hmm. not because we're mean but because we have other things that we do that's also to love her to keep a clean home and feed her and mm-hmm. all these other things that need to happen but we have to deliberately allow that pain to happen so that she can grow from it and that's all a sign of love mm-hmm. it's not neglect it's not we're being mean-spirited or whatever even though sometimes we are miserable and it feels that way it is all for loving and doing what's best for our mm-hmm. kid and i'd love that that's what's happening mm-hmm. even for me i mean i've been a entrepreneur for a really long time <laughs> right and and it's not because i necessarily want the power and the fame and the accolades or whatever even though that's something that i definitely battle with it's Mm -hmm. this affirmation thing emmy's just like me Mm -hmm. in that regard but god taught me a long time ago that this is a worthy endeavor Mm. right i mean even financially speaking having assets is and having uh, yeah building an asset that can work on your behalf is something that is for the is the long game and we're we're definitely struggling in the short term to try to make that happen and it has hurt me like legitimately even when I'm applying for jobs right now, I'm looking at my weird career and I've found ways to fill the hole of us trying this thing. But I just recently read an article about how recruiters are biased against entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. because I think what it signals to them is once they find something on their own, then they're going to leave the company, Mm -hmm. right? And when I just look at my career path, it's like I'm not specialized per se in any one thing. And at my level with the income that I, we kind of need to just survive with a family, I would need four or five years experience in a field. And I only got one in the particular field I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, my career was in Korea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. all the people that I knew, because most interviews and jobs, a lot of it is through referrals and mm-hmm. people you know. Mm-hmm. And my network in that regard is not very strong. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways where mm-hmm there are legit setbacks that Mm -hmm. are as a result of our life circumstance and Mm -hmm. i totally get it i mean i had i had my bout of depression last week when i realized all these things and much like what you were saying about our beat up journey from korea from 2017 i was very i felt powerless to it Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. but like that story with emmy i am realizing i am learning things i mean even if it's slowly Mm -hmm. just being able to get out of my comfort zone having the right perspective on what it is to reach out to people with a need mm-hmm. and having that be filled with love. I mean, that's that's the economy of God that God has been trying to teach mm-hmm. me. And another aspect of that is it's so easy mm-hmm. to set the benchmark of success as money mm-hmm. and fame and finances and all that stuff. and Comfort. And comfort. But what blew me away was my spiritual mentor he was talking about how i think i think he said it was in romans where paul talks about it's not about food and drink it's about righteousness peace and joy mm-hmm. and that's like the currency of god so in in good or bad whatever's happening do you have that righteousness peace and joy and that's the 
fruit of a life well lived. Mm-hmm. And in order to get there, there needs to be this trust that God does love us. This perspective that, man, we are well taken care of. And I think that's, that's really the trick right now is how do we get there? And I think this conversation is helping because it's giving us perspective. But. You know what's crazy? Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, but when you were listing out all the things that were against you in terms of why it's so hard to find mm. the work that you want, that I got excited about that. Really? Yeah. And I think it's because for me, I, I listed what was quote unquote against you, mm-hmm. but I feel like God's going to give you something despite all of that. Yeah. And that would make it so much cooler. Yeah. Because if you had the list and you checked all the boxes and you got the thing, it's like, okay, well, one plus one equals two kind of thing. But I don't think that's ever been the case with us. That's tr- oh, that's true. Like even the Yeah, career. you were sharing how you got your the job you started out with in Korea after you graduated from college and how you weren't supposed to have that job. You yeah. slipped under the cracks and, and, and moving from there yeah. over to the Reebok job that you got. Yeah. His hand was all over that story. And I that's think true. I just had a flashback of that when you said that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder where you're going to get despite, you know, you need the four or five years. You can't just go and make it up right now to be qualified by these recruiters or whatever. And you have the one under your belt. And yeah, I, I, just, I just got a little thrill out of hearing that. Yeah. Which is crazy because. To add to that, I think not there's. Not in a place. Yeah. I mean, I, to add to that, I think there's something that, that God is growing in us that mm-hmm. will bear fruit later. I mean, even the story of the Israelites when Moses freed them from slavery, they wandered in the desert for 40 years. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, we're like, what, five, six years in? Only 34 more 34 years to go. 34 more years to go. No, mm. no big deal. But it's so natural because, I mean, when, when they were wandering about, they were pining for the days of old. I want to be back under Pharaoh's rule because at least we were, you know, eating food, good food and all these different things. I forgot about that story. Yeah. So what we're going through, I wouldn't say it's just natural, but it's good. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm having such a hard time believing it. You know? Sure. Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's whatever is being developed between us, just like you were saying with my job, we don't know what that is, but there's something that is beyond the resume and the the credentials or whatever. That beyond the resume. Beyond the resume. Yeah, I like that. That's good, right? Yeah. That is more important and we'll find a place Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm going to trust in now that we're making this conclusion Mm -hmm. but still the trick is i still am nervous and anxious and right now i'm just trying to figure out how i can find the time and the space to keep surrendering that anxiety and Mm -hmm. that almost depression and just all that those feelings that are doing nothing but making this process miserable, <laughs> right? It's crazy because you, you're saying this now, mm-hmm. but outwardly, it's really hard to see that you're going through that. I feel like people that maybe don't know you well, even for me, sometimes it's hard to detect. It doesn't come off on, your emotions don't come, kind of bleed out. Mm. So I didn't even know. I mean, yes, when you mentioned depression and I got that because I feel like I was right there too. Yeah. But yeah, this anxiousness is... It's not as obvious with you, I think. I'm really good at repressing stuff. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of my style. I my should type. probably repress some stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better for everyone around me. <laughs> yeah. So wh- wh- 
what's really helped is that God sent people my way to help talk this out yeah. and remind me of who I am. Yeah. I mean, even just recently, there's a guy who, when I was first setting up the sales funnel for that gym, the CrossFit gym we were part of in Maui, I just randomly met him at the right time. We were exercising together. I was just asking him how things are going. And he's just like the consummate coach because he owns a CrossFit gym and he's a coach, but he also loves just talking and giving perspective about stuff. And so he was actually on his honeymoon gracious enough to sit me down and tell me exactly what I needed to do. And I was like, oh my God, you saved me so much time. This is so Brandon. Like he makes friends at the gym and then there he's on his honeymoon with his wife. Yeah. But then you end up joining them for a beer at some yeah. restaurant. And I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah. But it's so good. I mean, he, seriously, it helped me so much yeah. to, to, to help that business. And we've just kind of been keeping in touch yeah. here and there. I visited him when I was in New York, too, because his gym's right. in, uh, I guess, technically in New Jersey, right? Near. Near New Near Jersey, Jersey, but yeah. upper. But still upstate, New York, yeah. yeah. It's funny, because the past few times he's checked in on me, it's I've thought of him. Mm-hmm. And he would text me Mm -hmm. and so we we got on a call and it was just that I mean I was just floundering and he was asking me these pointed questions of like well what do you want what do you want to do and ultimately it led to him reminding me that I have things that I value core values Mm -hmm. right and he had me do some exercises to do it and I realized that one of my biggest core values is feeling like there's purpose in what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and so that really helped narrow the field for me Mm -hmm. because before that I was just thinking oh my gosh you know how do I I just want stability. I just want benefits. Like and you say, like I'm like, I want that too. I but know. the way you said it sounds like they're so silly. It's not wrong. Stability. It's not okay. You're right. It's not a wrong thing. I know what you mean, though. But yeah. p- placing all of our value in that, I get what you were yeah. trying to emphasize there. But yeah, <laughs> I don't. Even. Sorry, I'm just laughing because when you said that, I because I want those things too. Yeah, it just made me feel like. It was just being like handed out and I'm like, oh, I want those scraps, (laughs) but they're not scraps. They're good. You're right. No, but to your point, I do want stability. I just want long-term stability Mm -hmm. and uh, think that, I don't know, the career path, I'm fine with living that life for a time, but I just, sometimes when I'm just in a a role and I don't feel like I'm affecting change in a meaningful way, it just bothers me. And yeah. there are plenty of people that do that and do affect change and they just, they move up and they do the thing. But I don't know. I just, I guess I haven't found a team yet. I had that at Reebok mm-hmm. where I felt like I was a part of a team that was really making a difference. And so I don't want to make it about a position or whatever. But anyway, it just reminded me that I am wanting to find a place where I can be a part of a team that I trust, that what we're doing has meaning and purpose. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's valuable in the world, in the real world. Coming back to joy, I I guess it's nice to have this time to reflect Mm -hmm. on what I think God's doing. I love that you got excited about some of the things that I shared. Okay, but now it sounds lame because I'm like, there are things that have been bringing me joy, like material things. And it felt so small, but I'm like, this makes me feel good, even in this season that where a lot of things don't make me feel good. That's okay, though. Okay. I mean, even when I was plugging in the lighting for this, uh, I was thinking, wow, I just plugged this in and it works. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
like I had an appreciation for the fact that many, many dozens of years, if not hundreds of years, brought us to this ability to be able to plug something in and it brings us light. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't think that's wrong. I think that's just having perspective that we are taken care of. I mean, yeah, I guess, okay, not wrong. Maybe it just felt silly because yeah. maybe my joy should, should yeah. come from these bigger perspective things and not these little... Ah. these tangible everyday things but whatever that's just where i like to go but yeah, yeah my my spiritual mentor always talks about it. he's like i've never gone homeless or hungry my whole life mm -hmm. if i have two pennies to rub together at night i'm living in abundance mm -hmm. and that's so true mm -hmm. we are living in abundance we are living better than the kings and queens would have even just you know a couple hundred years ago probably mm -hmm. because of all the comfort and joy we have so there is a reality to that mm -hmm. that ties in from the little things to the big things but mm -hmm. let's get into the i mean the stuff you care about is much more exciting than the kinds of connections I try to make. So what are some of the things that brought Literally, you Literally, I was getting ready for this podcast and mm -hmm. I was like, I want to talk about this because I feel like I finally found the perfect black t-shirt, white t-shirt. Okay. And listen, this is okay. I don't want to say a lifelong search, but it's been a search for a long time because these are staple items in your closet, right? And if you just have the one or two, or you try to buy different versions of it to get there, and there's always something that's a little bit off. I've tried expensive. I have like an $80 blank white t-shirt, and it's almost like because it's so expensive, I don't want to wear it. Yeah. Because now that I have children, I'm afraid of getting stains that won't come out. And mm -hmm. I do wear that occasionally, but I wanted something that was, you know, I love the quality of it, it washes well. Mm -hmm. It obviously it looks good on me and I feel good every time I put it on and I think I finally found it and it's this shirt that I'm wearing right now and that that too I decided to put this on and I wasn't really crazy about crazy excited about sitting down to do this podcast but I saw the shirt and I grabbed it and I'm like I I every time I put it on I feel good mm -hmm. and this is a this is a t-shirt from Madewell mm -hmm. and I don't it's not even a brand that I shop a lot of these days and I want to say when I first started out with my capsule wardrobe years ago, like back in 20, I don't know, 2015, 2016, I had a few of the Madewell t-shirts and I think it's called the Whisper Tee. It's a lot thinner and it's more like a heathered. I had a gray, white and black and the gray is like a heathered gray. And even the black, it's like a heathered black. It's not a solid opaque black, but that for that time, it was great. But after a while, with after many, many, many washes, because those were my staples, it did start pilling and I didn't love how it looked on me or like how it how it made my arms look at my shoulders and all of that. I forget how I came across this. I think I might have just decided to try it on a whim because it was on sale. And I, I think I saw the reviews on the site and it seemed like a lot of people liked the shirt. I didn't know anyone in real life that actually had it, but I'm like, OK, whatever, I'll try it and. I'm always looking for something comfortable too. Oh, because around that time, I was looking for comfortable shirts that I could just put on without thinking about that I could take my kids to take Izzy to therapy in because yeah. she likes to pull my shirt a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so I went for it and I think there was like a sale going on and I decided to even pay to get it embroidered. Yeah. So I have a black one. This one says Umma, mm -hmm. U-M-M-A, and that means mom in Korean. Which is so funny because I never wanted my kids calling me Amma because it seems so. Maybe it's because I call my mom Amma and it feels it, it, there's a formality to it. My mom and I weren't super close up until pretty recently, and so it's not like I had this friendship with her mm -hmm. where I could just call her mom or mommy. Amma just felt like a title of respect. <laughs> 
and it's it so interesting because there is a more formal title for that's even higher yeah that's the yeah. actual formal that's like true. but umma little... feels like that to me yeah exactly yeah. so and but then randomly emmy started calling me umma and i'm like why are you calling me umma i'm always trying to change it but now it's kind of grown on me mm. and i think it's so cute because that girl doesn't speak korean yeah. but for whatever reason sometimes she just likes to yell umma and appa to you appa appa look <laughs> it's like yeah. why are you calling him appa it's so funny i bet you it's because of luke and Lana maybe and maybe yeah the older friends that she hangs out with on yeah. tuesdays yeah. but anyway i got the black one embroidered umma and then i have a white one that says izzy mm -hmm. and i have a gray one that says emmy mm -hmm. and i love this shirt it feels so good and in it, all it, colors in all colors okay. yeah i have three colors of this style i'll link it below i think it's called the north side vintage tea or something mm -hmm. and it's inexpensive at its regular price i think it's 19 dollars or something mm -hmm. but once in a while madewell has these sales and whenever they do the 25 percent off i i recently bought two more i got a plain black one that's not embroidered and then i got one other color but i will put it in the wash and i don't dry it it goes in like a mesh bag and then I hand dry it. Mm -hmm. This is a long time to talk about a t-shirt. You love it. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I love it. Yeah. But I hang dry it. And then you know how some shirts I like putting in the dryer because I feel like it kind of shrinks it back to what it's supposed to look yes. like. Because some pieces of clothing totally. you hang dry. You're supposed to, but it just looks frumpy. Yes. This one air dries so well mm. and it's still soft. It's soft as if I put it through the dryer, which mm. is amazing. That's crazy. Because there yeah, are some shirts. Kind of yeah, it just scratchy. looks scratchy or it looks kind of baggy. Yeah. It doesn't go back to its original form. Yes. But this, I hang it, it dries, it's not crunchy, it's still soft, mm. and just the thickness of it is perfect too. Mm. You know, I I've find been that. I'm so excited about this yeah. t shirt. And when it's on sale, I think I got it for like $12.50. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Well, I, I guess I ask about all the different colors as well because I find, I mean, I do I do kind of the same thing where I pick the same style of shirt and just do different colors. the quality would be different well, that's what I mean. colors. Yeah, right? that's kind of been my thing for a long time. It's just mm -hmm. if I like a style, I'll just get different colors yes, and just wear that out. me too. But I find that even with brands that do that on purpose, like this company that I, I buy my shirts from now, Built, I just get their Henley short sleeves, which I'm wearing now, and I... I get it in different colors, but I find that depending on the color, the fabric is also a little different. That's a really good point. Now that you say that, I'm noticing that the gray one, mm -hmm. I think you, I don't want to say that it's pilling, mm -hmm. but the quality does feel slightly different from the black one. Yeah. When I put on the black one, I feel crisp, mm -hmm. you know, like I feel very put together. The gray one feels a little bit more casual than this one. And I don't know if it's the color or the feel of it. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 I think it's, I don't know, because definitely the... The one that I wear the least is my lighter one. Mm. Yeah, it just it doesn't. I don't know what it is about the fabric. Maybe the way they wash it to get the color or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it just feels more wrinkly yeah. and a little just yeah. not as presentable. Yeah, yeah. So it's tricky. I don't yeah. know how you do that. If anybody understands how clothing is made and why the same shirt could be different mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just based on color, mm -hmm. would love to know that. Yeah, but. Okay, so then if so, the you like all three colors that you have. Black one's the best. Black one's the best. And then you have a gray and a white one. Yeah, the gray is my Emmy one, and I like to wear that one whenever I go to school events for Emmy. It's just fun to like wear a shirt that says Emmy, and I'm like, You're yeah, I'm Emmy's daughter, mom. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, oh, you're Emmy's mom. You know, it's just right there. Yeah. And then the Izzy one is the white one. I love that one, yeah. but I definitely wear that the least because it's white. 
mm-hmm. and because I'm always with our kids. Mm-hmm. If there were things that I was doing on my own, I'd probably wear that more. Yeah. But with them, I'm always like very conscious of fingerprints or stains sure. or it being stretched out. So, yeah, I do love okay. these T-shirts. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. We'll definitely link that. Yeah. And uh, I'm so glad that. I hope so the simple. sale is still going on because I got a notification that the package arrived today. And I think I placed my order last week and um, I got two more t-shirts for like twelve fifty or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know when I'll be posting this, hopefully in a couple of days, but. <laughs> Sorry, the sale might be over. Yeah. But still worth it. The shirts yeah. are worth it at full price. Is that the official statement? Yes. Okay. I would say so. Yeah. eighteen fifty, totally worth it. And then mm. I think it's $10 if you want to embroider it. Okay. So, which makes, which brings it to like twenty twenty eight fifty. Yeah. And I think I'm like a Madewell insider or something, so I get free shipping. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Right now in our life stage, I wouldn't pay full price for it, which is why I wait for the sales. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. If, but, if, but if money wasn't a thing, oh yeah, I, I think it's totally worth the twenty eight fifty. Yeah. Just to clarify. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I'm so glad these. I mean, these are the kinds of things that we have to. I'd rather meditate and just. Sit, stew on the mm-hmm. things that make us happy mm-hmm. that we can appreciate mm-hmm. hashtag gratitude mm-hmm. than to just be sitting in our misery for sure mm-hmm. what other things that brought you joy? no it's your turn oh do we have to go back and forth okay <laughs> can we because i want a little bit of time to think too but i also want to check in with what comes up for you yeah well now i want to make it good and i don't know if, yeah what? after you mentioned the light thing i'm like oh boy i gotta make it good too. <laughs> what it's just <laughs> electricity <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of years this was not possible i'm like yeah i found the perfect black t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> something else that brought me joy is mm-hmm. actually this skincare company and i was thinking about it i don't think i've once shared about them on instagram mm-hmm. and I didn't know about this brand back when I was doing YouTube regularly, but Primally Pure. I love Primally Pure. I've oh. been using their serums and moisturizers and toners for years now, and I, I don't think I've ever shared about them. I don't know why, hmm. but I've been pretty loyal to this skincare, and I still use other favorites. Right now, I'm still using Osmia and stuff for my face, but with Primally Pure, I love their serum and their facial moisturizer. And they're, the facial moisturizer is beef tallow based. And I love, like my skin loves it, but it doesn't smell like beef tallow. Because I do have another cream that just smells like I'm just putting straight up lard on my face. <laughs> it took me some time getting used to the smell, which I don't mind as much anymore. But I will not wear it in the morning because I can smell it on my face. And I'm very conscious if I meet people, can they smell the lard on my face, right? And just think <laughs> that I just eat greasy food all the time. So the, I save that for nighttime because my skin does really like it. Yeah. But the Primally Pure one, it's got essential oils and other things in it. Like I think jojoba oil or vitamin e but the formulation of it the performance i love it and so as soon as it runs out i'll i'll get a new jar but what i like to do is i like to wait for their black friday sale or when i accrue points from my previous purchases if i can get a discount that's when i'll i'll purchase and my last purchase with them was back in may Hmm. and i had ordered a new facial moisturizer But I didn't open it yet because I wanted to... Oh, and these products are very fresh too. So once you open it, they recommend that you use it within six months of opening. So I want to make sure that whatever I'm using previously is done so that I can like focus on the new product and really get good use out of it. Because if I have multiple products open, it just takes much longer to finish them all, right? Mm -hmm. So I was waiting to finish up some 
previous products, and so I hadn't opened it yet. That was back in May. I recently finally got to open this jar, and I noticed that the lid was cracked. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, I wonder if that's going to affect the efficacy of this product because now probably air got in and it's just been sitting in my drawer with this cracked cap that I had no idea about. But because the order was so old, I just decided, okay, let's, let's let me just use it. But it just was really bothering me on principle that I paid for this product and <coughs> if the quality of it was compromised because of this, I didn't want it to keep getting compromised, so I was going to reach out and ask them if maybe they could send me a re replacement lid, a cap or whatever. So anyway, I emailed Primally Pure and I told them the situation. I love your products and I have this moisturizer that I bought and then I just opened it up. I hadn't even taken it out of the box since I ordered it back in May, but I noticed that the cap is like significantly cracked and hey, I'm wondering, do you think that this would affect the quality? Do you think it's just enough to replace the cap? Can you help me with this? And then they just sent me a brand new jar of moisturizer. Wow. And I was so thankful hmm. that, yeah, this is a brand that I already love. Hmm. And them going above and beyond to do that, it just made me so much more excited to keep purchasing from them. Like the, well their ethos, I mean, they're also a story brand. I won't get into that either, but this whole thing that Brandon was really, really into. Which just means they have really good messaging and a reason why they do what they do. Yes. And just everything behind this company I've, I've loved. And mm -hmm. this just took it to another level. And now every time I use that moisturizer, it's like, I, it's like made me love it exponentially more. Yeah. And I just thought about, yeah, just the idea of superb customer service and what that does for a customer. And I was already loyal, but now I'm really, really loyal. Yeah. And I just felt taken care of in the smallest way. And it's something that I use every single day. And I think about this mm. each time. And so I thought that was really cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it reminds me of a person that I came across. His name is Daniel Priestley. He's written several books. He's a very successful entrepreneur. But... One of the things, the book that I just finished is called Oversubscribed. And he does touch upon that kind of thing where people raving at your, about your business is, I think they call it net promoter score. People wanting to recommend your, your product. And if you're below a seven, then you're not going to grow. And if you're above, then you have a chance to be able to grow. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, going, to custom, going back to customer service, this is the kinds of things that I mean, you said you were already a promoter of their company, but now you're like a, a raving Except fan. Except I haven't promoted it to anyone. Actually, when friends mm -hmm. message me and they've asked, what have you been using these days? I'll share then. But I, I don't know why I have not shared it once on social. I don't know why. Anyway. Yeah. Well, but that's, that's true. I mean, I think most people don't really think about sharing it on social. I think you maybe had a little bit of that because that's what you used to do regularly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. That was almost a job. Mm -hmm. But now you're kind of in just parenting mode and yeah. like that kind of context is not as prevalent as mm -hmm. before, mm -hmm. but we're sharing it now. Mm -hmm. oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh, their body butter is amazing too. It's just expensive, uh -huh. but I would love to be able to afford that regularly. It's like a, I forget if it's a four ounce or an eight ounce jar. It's mm -hmm. like $38. But I'm also very liberal. I'm very liberal when it comes to body butter because I just love to stay moisturized. Mm -hmm. But I do love that. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I love Primally Pure. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool. Well, um, I think we should probably call it because we need to wake Izzy up. 
I'm so glad we got here because there is joy in our lives. We just got to look for it, mm -hmm. right? And that somehow we got to turn the tribulation into understanding that there's love and there's joy mm -hmm. behind all that as well. Mm -hmm. So this is a good talk. Um, again, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the comment section below. You're probably already subscribed if you found us. <laughs> so don't worry about that. <laughs> but yeah, we'd love to do a Q&A and kind of leave it for the people that are wanting to hear from us more mm -hmm. and not just keep prattling on on these podcasts that are probably already too long anyway. <laughs> so love you guys and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.